0: Hey, welcome to the internalist podcast, stories of change for people who want to change their story. We discuss what it takes to get unstuck, build courage and take action. I'm your courage coach Fiona Christie. Come join the conversation over at our Facebook group, the internalists and connect with like minded change seekers. Hey there, welcome to this week's episode of The Internalist View. My name is Fiona Christie and I'm your host today. And this episode is the third episode in a series of three where it's all about me. And I'm going to be talking about my courage to start over. And what I want to begin with is that there are many times that we start over in our lives. But I guess I'm referring here to the really significant start over points and in the first session I talked about my courage to leave my marriage and in this session I'm talking about the courage to actually step back into the, I guess it's the courage to step into the shoes that I know that I need to fill, so the courage to be me and this entailed leaving a home that I absolutely loved It included building a tiny house that I absolutely loved it includes putting that tiny house up for sale and it includes meeting the man of my dreams who is we are so aligned and it includes mostly really what I want to talk about is my courage to start over and step back into my coaching shoes and launch the incredible business called the internalist, which I, it's absolutely my heart and soul. So let's talk a little bit, bit about the courage part um, and the stepping into the shoes because, so this, second episode is about leaving a relationship but it's about finding me again and in a way that had me understand myself so much more, understand um, what it meant for me to find my absolute love in my home, what it meant for me to Build up a trust in myself beyond anything I ever thought possible. So, when I left my second marriage, I um, I rented a little place in a suburb which I liked living in, and it was close to my relative who I sort of cared for, if you like, um, and that suited me fine. And I loved this little cottage; it was very cutesy. Um, It was a little bit like a ski chalet. And I was there for about, gosh, about three years. But there were some things that I didn't love about it. I didn't love having a landlord. I was renting that. And I didn't love having a landlord that really couldn't give a shit, basically. And I ended up fixing things myself. Um, Because I took pride in where I lived. I loved, I don't know, having that as my hub. Um, I also knew a neighbour that lived there, and we became pretty friendly, and that was all great. And actually, she invited me to a, um, a free seminar, and it was all about, um, they call it flipping property. And whilst I loved property, and I knew a lot about it, and I bought and sold lots of property, I didn't necessarily want to be a property developer, but anyway, I went and it was it was all very um, well done and lots of good information. And then we decided we would go to Auckland at the time I was living in Wellington. And um, we would attend um, a much bigger workshop run by the same people. And at that workshop, they were selling mentoring. Now, my friend said that she would, um, she didn't have the experience that I did in property, but she had the money to fund buying properties. So I made a spot decision that I would go for it. And in the end, it didn't work out as we planned. So we never end up buying any property. But I tell you what, I always talk about this in my coaching business, in the internalists, that No mistake is a mistake. It's just a mistake, two words. And from that mistake, you learn so much. And if you are prepared to dig underneath and figure out what that learning is going to teach you moving forward, see, I believe that we can't get to Z if we're meant to do, I don't know, M. In and O first, you know. So I needed that lesson. I needed that lesson because I was procrastinating about, um, I kind of believe, I had this belief in there somewhere that I needed the money um, behind me first before I could launch my coaching business again because I had had a successful coaching business before and I'd written some books. But when my first marriage ended, I went back to work because I had been working part-time at that point. And um, anyway, I realized that, um, wow, you know, out of that mistake, that short, sharp stint into possible property development, I realized that actually my love and my gift to the world is in coaching and intuition and being able to offer my courses and my and everything um, back into the world in a much bigger way than I ever had before. So um, after that, what happened was, and you know, the universe just provides us with the pathway. Once we make a decision and we take the first steps, the rest follows. So we actually had um, a seven point eight magnitude earthquake, not in the exact town that I lived in. So I lived very close to our capital city, Wellington, in a little town city called Lower Hutt. And and the earthquake was in Kaikoura, which is in the South Island, so not near us, but because it was so big and it was shallow, we felt it massively in Wellington. And um, I had some damage, I had to evacuate my home get my cats into the back of the car at one o'clock in the morning and drive to I didn't know where to, managed to get hold of my friend on the phone who said, head up to Carlson, which was heading in the opposite direction to most of the other people. And what I hadn't realized when I purchased this little unit that I lived in, I think I've full steamed ahead with um buying that unit, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Um I found myself sitting in my car Watching thousands of people wandering around not knowing what to do with themselves because they had to evacuate as well Thinking I didn't sign up for this. Oh my god. This is not what I want. I Love my home, but I don't want the debt That goes with it and I don't want to stop heading in the direction that I know that I'm destined to be in So At that point in time, I made a decision that I didn't know how, but I was going to make it happen, and I was going to get back to my love, which was coaching. I was going to launch a business, and I knew that the only way to do that was to sell my house. So, um, I went back down, and I started, you know, after things settled down, after the earthquake we also had floods as well, and after things settled back down, I just started to put things in motion. I had a friend who came and helped me um, really get my little unit looking really sharp for sale. And in the meantime, I realized that the other thing that I wanted was I'd always wanted to build a tiny home, a tiny house on wheels. And I thought this is actually an option for me because if I sell my house and I build a tiny house on wheels, I'll be mortgage-free and I'll be able to start my coaching business. Um, anyway so I was a little naive about the price that it would be to build the tiny house but anyway I'll come back to that so so I start preparing my house of sale I start going and visiting tiny houses and I even flew down to um, Christchurch and went and stayed in one and talked to a builder there but I didn't really find what I was looking for and then in the meantime I met my lifelong partner david um and he just happened to be a joiner now a joiner for some of you that don't live in this part of the world you might call them something else but basically they're like a, a builder they do cabinet making and um they do everything with wood and they make things look amazing anyway so he became interested in my tiny house journey And we went to the first ever Tiny Us Conference in New Zealand. And then um, I put my house up for sale and it sold in two weeks. It was looking so sharp and I hadn't expected that the sale would take, you know, would happen that quickly. So I was a little bit like, whoa, what am I going to do now? So David lived on seven acres of organic um, property and grew all his own food and... He invited me out here to stay for a while, and he had a whole lot of storage and um, some bay sheds, and so I did. So I came out here, and I've been here ever since. So now I live here. This is my home. And after a while, I said to him, well, why don't you build my tiny house? Because we haven't been able to find what we like. And he was in a job at the time that he didn't love, and he wasn't even doing joinery because he'd gone and done something else. And uh, he thought that was might be a bit strange working for me. But I said, well, look, someone's got to build it and it might as well be you. And I'm here on site anyway. So that's what happened. And not only did my courage to start over mean, yes, I left a home. I loved I absolutely loved my little house. I loved it. And I'll put a a photo of it on the blog for you. But uh, it was just it was just fabulous. But I knew that and that it was my gift. It provided me my gift of being able to sell it, being able to get debt free, and then, um, you know, being able to shift myself on. So, um, you know, the tiny house started to be built. And at that time, I was working full time still. I hadn't jumped back into my coaching again yet. Um, And I was finding it really stressful. In fact, I went with the same organisation I was working for, a large government organisation. I was an instructional designer, so that's a person that develops and designs learning materials, um, which, of course, is right down my alley in line with coaching. Um, But I applied for a new role because I had a restructure and there was a new role going. There was a series of new roles and it was at um, management level and it was terrible because they had nothing in place um, yeah, and again and oh it's a long story but anyway after a couple of months I was so stressed and I stressed and I found myself on the lounge room floor at 2 a.m. in the morning thinking oh my god is this what having a stroke feels like or something I just can't do this anymore and so I made the decision I have to go and I'll make it work and somehow it will. so I had the discussion the next day with my manager and he said, just take some stress, leave, take a couple of weeks off. I did. And at the end of those couple of weeks, he said, let me know, one, um, do you want to continue? And two, if you don't want to continue, what could you offer up into the space? So I boldly went in and said, I could offer you five days a fortnight, but I don't want to stay in that same role and I want to do it on contract. So interestingly enough, the universe had provided because somebody in another part of the organization had asked for an instructional designer, but they didn't have capability in the team. So voila, there was my new contract role or fixed term role. And then COVID happened and that role was about to come to an end and I was like, whoa, I'm gonna have to find something else because I had started developing the internalists. And I will talk a little bit more about that in a minute because there was other parts to that as well. But lo and behold, someone from another part of the organisation reached out to me and said, what are you doing? We're looking for an instructional designer on a contract basis. So I morphed into that role, but they wanted me three days a week. So that was a little bit more than I had been doing. And at the same time, I was developing the internalists. Now... Roll the cro- clock back quite a few, um, a couple of years. I had started building internalist with a friend of mine, and it was so much fun, and we loved it, and we were we, we just we're kind of peas in a pod, really. However, we didn't progress, and I think we didn't progress um, majorly. Um, because we were both kind of pulling in slightly different directions. And so late in 2019, my friend told me that she wasn't going to continue. And that was devastating at the time. So this is really about three start overs. (laughs) But anyway, um, it was devastating at the time. But I knew after about a month where I, I, I pulled myself back up and I thought Actually, she has given me the biggest gift of all because now I get to um, dust off my courses and my workshops and my books and I get to repurpose them and I get to create new and I don't have to wait for somebody else to be on the same page and she doesn't either. So I started again in earnest and that, you know, it takes courage to start over but I think if we don't do it, it's like I truly believe that don't worry about the how, because that will get in your way and you will never take the first step. But if you just worry about the what and the why, what is your biggest why, not why is in, oh, why did I do that stupid thing, but what is your big why, then you will take a leap. But if you worry about how you're going to do it, you'll never, ever get there. I have changed tack with the internalists a few times. I started um, building on a platform, um, which I realised wasn't going to work for me. So I moved to another. And then someone I'd been following for quite some time who developed the templates that I used to um, create uh, my courses. They're beautiful. So that that was just kind of the look and feel of them. Um, I noticed that she was using something called Kartra. And um, I reached out to her and asked her why and told her my frustration that each time I seemed to find something, it didn't seem to cater for everything. And she said, I feel your pain because it's exactly where I was at. And that's why I turned to Kartra because it does everything. So I had to start over again. And I guess, you know, like people looking from the outside might take the misguided view that, oh, my God, she just never gets to the finish line. Well, actually, if they look at the history of my life, I have a lot of finishes. You know, I've written um, three books, Shopping List for Life, Shopping List for Love, which at one time was branded Your Roadmap to Love and um, one minute goals and all three were finished. I am a finisher. I just know that it has to be right for me and I listen to my intuition. I'm prepared to take those leaps to get it right. So I wanna keep this to 20 minutes. So I'm gonna wrap up in a moment. But what I wanted to say to you was that starting over isn't a bad thing. It isn't a mistake. It's only a mistake if you don't learn from your mistakes that happened previously. Starting over is your chance to do something different, but only if you learn from the past. And my starting over has enabled me to, I'm about to very soon uh, be launching in full time in this coaching business. Um, the new platform. I'm already up there, theinternalist.com. You can find it, but there is a brand new platform about to launch, which will have the Internalist way, um, a series of courage cards, um, your uh, the seven secrets to the seven secrets mini course, and a whole bunch of other stuff. There's a blog on there as well, and it's so exciting. Um, that this is my way forward. So I encourage you to find the courage to start and to find the courage to start over. Starting over is fabulous and it's also fabulous to embed in that makeover that you've created for yourself. So anyway, This was the third in three episode series of My Courage to Start Over. I will be talking more about it in future episodes, but I just wanted to get this out there and hopefully it'll help somebody have the courage to start over. Thanks for listening and I loved creating this episode and I hope to connect with you soon. Ciao for now. Your Courage Coach, Fiona. Thanks for joining me this week. If you enjoyed the content, remember to click the like and subscribe buttons. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Bye for now.